This fantasy football hits and misses plus 2021 league winners edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better college basketball, NBA, and NHL, whatever the sport, they got you covered. Plus, use the promo code SGP30 for 30% off their premium data. Just go to betql.com, promo code SGP30. That's betql.com, promo code SGP30. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stack of the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Oh, happy, happy Monday, Sean TGI Monday. T- is that a thing? No, but it is when you're talking about the national football league watching, I, I watched a bunch of uh, FCS football, some college basketball oh. over the weekend. It didn't feel like the spring, right? No, it didn't. It's it, it it's weird. And FCS spring football, a lot of fun. We'll be getting into that. Uh, we're taping that one Thursday night or sorry. Uh, at <laughs> yeah, some yeah. point, Thir- at some point this week, we think so. <laughs> and uh, it'll of, probably be dropping Thursday. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. Got me, uh, got me all worked up for football, and I'm already seeing you know, fantasy football content for 2021 bleeding in, and uh, it already it, it got my brain thinking, got me ready to go. Just talking about the National Football League, Ryan, well, it doesn't get any better. And when you hit me up saying we should do a fantasy episode, I was like, well, wait a second, right now. Yeah. Well, we're gonna I, use this. I, I think this is before I've even gotten into my best ball addiction. <laughs> like, we're, like the industry is forcing me. Hashtag Dejans only. Forcing when, my hand. Can you can you uh, draft best ball yes. leagues right now? Yes. Okay. I mean, for real classy establishments like the FFPC, they've yes. opened up already. I did check some other places, some of the more public outlets. I don't see him up yet. Well, Probably. FFPC <laughs> use that promo code uh, SGP over there. Twenty five dollars off FFPC, so you can get in a thirty five dollar best ball for only ten dollars, getting that twenty five dollars uh, off. So we're going to be doing a ton of uh, best ball stuff as well. But I think a weekly NFL show, great way. We we did uh, last week's episode predicting the NFL win totals. Oh. That still still evergreen content. And as a brand, I think we have to commit to a, a weekly NFL co- show. Yeah, because there's always something to talk about it, in the National Football League. 
Well, and and again, we're gonna get to some hilarious uh, review on our picks. Yes, for breaking down year. our own game film, but hits and misses. And you threw this out, or I don't know how we came to it, but why not? Instead of me saying what I hit and missed on, it would be more fun if we would grade each other. And a step more, into my office, Sean. Yeah, I'm gonna get my coach's clicker. This is like uh, Gruden when he's there with the. Uh, with the guy, uh, with the QB, his QB guru. When he's camp. talking to you in the room, here's a guy. He's watching film of you Long talking to you, cops. saying, "Here's a guy. <laughs> here's a guy that knows how to throw the spider Y two banana or whatever the fuck it's called." And uh, of course, streaming live. So if you want to uh, give us a chat, you have a big hit or a miss. It's may- miss maybe something you're pissed off about. Maybe you want to put a fantasy football player, shove them in a locker. Uh, give us a call on the oh. locker room app. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Saquon Barkley. I don't know if you can put him into the locker with his blown Which, out ACL. Real quick, uh, w- watching. Let all right. Let's just take it. I'm on YouTube yesterday yes. with the kids, and I'm like, you know what? It's March Madness, girls. This is Gus Johnson. I have a oh, no. <laughs> one of my like ten saved YouTube videos is a Gus Johnson like mixtape. Of all his best calls, Saquon Barkley returning a touchdown for Penn State, uh, called by Gus Johnson. Pretty good, anyway. Coming back to your, you're trying to throw shade on on uh, Mr. Saquon. He was hurt. That was the tough thing about the review this year. Is so many of these situations are just fucked because of injury. Like you, we were so wrong on so many guys because they just didn't play. Like Michael Thomas comes to mind. Yeah, I, I almost feel like I was the most right. Uh, no, we we should just get to it, I think, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're Sorry. gonna walk through position by or do a little position excited. groups, and yeah, when I was grading your misses, I, I tried to kind of put injury aside. Uh, I'll, I'll have to look at my notes. I feel like there's some times where you should have seen an injury coming, or they got injured, but you were also still so far off on yeah. the angle, you still deserve to but be like, punished. Like Christian McCaffrey, just so we're clear on the on the playing field, I left him. Like I didn't touch that one. Yeah, I mean, but we were both relatively high on Christian McCaffrey. Well, we had but a number gonna, one. But yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to grade th- that one. Doesn't feel worth it grading a miss. That, that, that's my point. That but was my if point. but if Christian McCaffrey, for instance, played five games and it was clear he was nowhere close to being a top ten running back, yeah. then I think it's fair to grade it as a miss, even if he only played five games. If it was very clear, oh, okay. okay. I, I think so. It, there's some some like, much like the committees in college yes. sports. I think a, it's I think it's fair to look at points per game. If if it was so far off, if there was enough of a sample size to know, if you had someone in their top ten, yeah, we've we saw enough of them to know even if they played the entire season, they're not top ten. You can't say that about Christian McCaffrey. If he played a full season, he probably would have been top ten. I'm glad you're prefacing like this. Perfect. All right, you framed it up perfectly. <laughs> Okay, before Inception, I think they call it. Before we get to that, want to shout out our buddies over at BeckQL. Ryan been doing a BeckQL game of the week, and we are fire. Thanks to uh, thanks to the info and uh, picks we've been getting from BeckQL. Simple formula on our uh, BeckQL picks: just take one of their five star picks, take five star pick, figure reverse engineer reason for taking five star pick. Yeah, and and <laughs> I mean that's what's great about something like BeckQL. If you're high on a certain game and then you also see BetQL, oh wait, they have it as a five star. Okay, I'm trusting my process. Or vice versa. If you're if you grading something like, oh, this is a five unit play for me, BetQL has it as a one unit. Uh, maybe you start rethinking they they lay out a good case for why 
you know, their algorithm, why they like stuff, why they don't. And they cover a bunch of sports, college basketball, NBA, NHL. They got you covered a ton of uh, sports books, offer sports book offers for your state. And the app is free to download uh, Google play app store. Definitely check it out. We always have people asking about public money, sharp money. They got that covered as well. And if you want their premium stuff, we got a nice discount, 30% off your first subscription, betql.com promo code SGP 30 betql.com promo code SGP 30 Kramer. Let's do it. I, I figure we start off at the tight end. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Let me re so we're not. Okay. I like it going uh, from the back to the front. No pun intended. Well, I, I think we did. Uh, I, I feel like we did our tight end it, podcast first. Could have been, and we should throw out a couple things. We, uh, the true men that we are, we did these early in the summer, very early in the sim. Well, because we there said, was a couple, and I, I was looking back at my running backs, and I go, "Oh man, Kareem Hunt." I had a lot of him in best ball. I wonder where I had him ranked, and I didn't have him in my top ten. So and, and some stuff kind of comes to you later in summer. Again, can't can't stress doing best balls enough. I felt like I was way more prepared for fantasy after drafting a million times. And doing the best balls, I mean, again, not to be a, a total uh, a total tout for FFPC, but like thirty five dollar best ball, those are so much better than doing a mock draft because a you could win some money, but then yeah. pe- people are playing for money, so they take them seriously. Like, you, there's no reason you should be doing mock drafts. I'm sure there's like dollar mock drafts uh, as I'll, well. Well, and I'll I'll take it a step further because I think we, we discussed this last year. Like the idea of doing a mock draft is silly yeah. against computers. Especially and now, like even when I was doing like some of the other options out there, when you go to the lower dollar amounts, you end up with people that just don't participate. They forget. Like the DraftKings, a good example. Someone forgets. Yeah, they're auto drafting. It kind of screws up everything else. I will not. Not, not again. I'm I'm obviously a FFPC guy. I've been doing it for ten years. But part of the reason you go there is because the people that are playing in those leagues aren't fucking around. So uh, to your point. I think it might be fun this year, Sean, to also kind of keep a, t- a running tab, do best balls and see how our teams change throughout the year. Cause what I was going to say is these rankings from us, we stayed stubborn. We held strong to our midsummer rankings just to <laughs> see. And I, I felt the same way because I ended up with a lot of Aaron Rodgers, hmm. And so I was like, well, let me look at the rankings. And I was like, ah, still disappointed. Anyway, let's start with the tight end tight end. And uh, we'll just go off the fantasy pros. Their top 10 tight ends, Kelsey Waller, Tunyon, who no one saw coming. Uh, we were kind of high. I'll give ourselves credit. We were kind of high on the other, on the Green Bay tight end. I'm blanking on his name because of the Sims. The Sims are Sternberger. Sternberger, who lost his job in camp, and then so that kind of soured me on the on Green Bay tight ends in general. But uh, Tunyon came in huge. Mark Andrews, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Gasecki, Logan Thomas, Rob Gronkowski, Jonu Smith, and Jimmy Graham. I think you got. It. I think you're you're you don't have it set to do PPR. Oh, you're right. I did the same thing, and I'm like Jimmy Graham. What the fuck? <laughs> Touchdown maker. So yeah, then uh, switching over to PPR, it's Kelsey Waller, Tunyon, Logan Thomas, T.J. Hawkinson, Andrews, Gasecki, Gronk, Fant. Uh, Hayden Hurst. So you're right. They changes the bottom. Logan Thomas is like the big winner of the PPR switch just because of how much volume he was getting. Well, Ryan, that brings me, we'll get right into it. That brings me to your miss in the tight end group, not being higher on Logan Thomas. I'm looking at your top 10. Yeah. Logan Thomas is not not there. there. Arguably. I can't think of someone who's done more scouting on Logan (laughs) Thomas. You've been a fan of him. Yes. 
uh, overall, I was he, telling I was telling him through this podcast years ago that he should enter the draft as a fucking tight end. Don't be stubborn. <laughs> and he did, and and he did had a had a he really was a good year. All things at first, but finally they converted him, and he he ended up in a good situation. I think this even extends into the season, Sean. We traded him for yeah. a bag of peanuts. I think in the DGEN's that was Super really Flex. a bad idea. It just didn't seem like he was going to p- ever put it together. And then all of a sudden it, it, as it turns out with tight end, it just takes an offensive scheme or a quarterback that wants to throw you the ball a million times. Look at Darren Waller and in, in Oakland, same situation. Yeah. Anyway. So do you want to start or do I, well, well no, you're making was, fun of me. Got it. Yeah. I already did. I yeah, gave man, you your I, miss. I should have. I mean, Logan Thomas is, a, I, I think the biggest thing you see with my rankings compared to yours is the lack of a true uh, irrational, subjective homerism. <laughs> and well, we'll get to that. Uh, well, we will get to that, but uh, so are we doing the miss first because yes, I'm looking at your top ten, Sean, and you found a way to get two Eagles tight ends, uh, <laughs> which either one would have been bad. I even went and, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's give Sean a little credit. If I add the points per game together from these two guys, how would they have turned out? Well, Sean, they would have been the number two tight end oh, behind Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was pretty, they almost got beat out by Darren Waller, but yeah, I mean, this is Homerism at its finest. This is why like the takeaway, if you're listening to Sean tout fantasy football, by the end of this episode, you realize you should just listen to him when he's not talking from the heart. That's what you should do. So yeah, well, obviously I got to bring up Goddard and Ertz uh, be both being on Goddard's the list. at seven, Zach Ertz at three. Although you had Ertz at four. That's true. So we, we both kind of fell for well, that. Injury? Do we get to count injury on that one a little bit? Yeah, I, injury I, slash giant fucking pussy millennial. He wants out. Yeah, I mean he, there were contract issues. He was playing horrible in spite of the injury. You know, you know who doesn't sit on the field at the end of a season, me, me, knowing it's your last game as an Eagle? Someone who demanded a better contract and, and threatened to hold out. That that that's the millennial behavior at its finest. Sean, tell me where I got it right. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to uh, point out. That Magic Man Blanco saying, "Hell yeah, he's checking in live. Hell yeah, getting paid to listen to SGP while working on the Pooh River. Life is good." Morning, oh, I, gents. I gotta bring up the YouTube. He of chat. course is the. Uh, he works in uh, sanitation, and uh, again, feel free to call in on the locker room app. We're live on that as well. So, uh, it, it yeah, and he and Magic Man also wanted to know what's next for Ertz. There were rumors that uh, maybe he ends up with the Rams. I, I think maybe in a in a better situation. He can be somewhat involved. I don't think we're gonna ever see him be a top five tight end. Maybe bottom half, top ten in a perfect situation. And, and let's not let's be fair to to the situation. He, he was always a volume guy. We make yeah. fun of him. He he never got yards after the catch. Very wasn't a big red zone target. Like even on his own team, Goddard was yeah I mean, clearly he, more of a red zone target. Well, yeah, especially since they got Goddard. I mean, he he had like a couple eight touchdown years. He of course had the go ahead touchdown I, in the Super Bowl. I'm just saying he strikes me as a guy that's gonna go somewhere else. And if it's not a tight end friendly system, it's gonna be trouble. Yeah, I think in a perfect situation, like if he went to the Rams, I could see him being like a you know eight to twelve. Is that a thing, Higby or Everett? Like on the are they on contract or something? Uh, they were talking about Rams. Uh, Rams called the Eagles about inquiring about uh, Zach Ertz. He, I think they'll either trade him for something super small, like a sixth or seventh rounder, or he's going to get released. Well, I think it's closer to the. Uh, maybe it's because the the breadwinner of the family, Julie Ertz, uh, wants to be closer to the the USA training <laughs> facility. I don't know. That could be it, Ryan. That could be it. Uh, for your hit, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a hit by saying, 
I don't know. I I struggle to find the hit here. <laughs> I give you the uh, the hit of saying of not falling for the Dallas Goddard hype oh, and not including wow. him in your top ten or top fifteen. What a so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, points there, Ryan, oh, for wow. not falling for the Dallas Goddard. Could have given me some credit for getting Noah Fant into my top ten. I, I feel like that was a, okay. a hot ish. All take. right, I'll give you I'll give you because I had Noah Fant nine and you had him ten, and he actually was exactly nine if you're looking at that PPR score. And so I'll give you credit for our uh, our take on Noah Fant. And yeah, I was gonna say top ten. I also just to be clear, I think we 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 both were like right on point with Mark Andrews, but we're not gonna address it because we don't like Mark Andrews. So we're not gonna <laughs> give anyone credit for Mark Andrews. Uh, and you're what you got right, Sean? Of course. Again, not coming from the heart, coming from a, a pure business relationship. Gronk, you had him finishing in the top ten. What did he finish? Did I did I write this down wrong? Did he finish eighth? Eighth. Yeah. All right. That's a shocking result. Well, and I, I would say this too. I know I was, you know, I called my shot with Gasicki being the number one, but the fact that he was even seventh, I think, I, I don't think anyone had him top twenty. So I kind of write a I also right had range in the top of Gasecki. <laughs> yes, we were unnaturally high on Gasecki. Well, it's the Penn State thing, and we'll get to that later. But that that's one of your uh, your subjective heart <laughs> angles that can destroy you. The one real takeaway is that. Kelsey and Waller both outpaced the field by over a hundred points. Yeah. If you look at points per game average, I mean, Tunyon a third with uh, Logan Thomas and Hawkinson at 11 per game. And then Darren Waller, 17.4 and Travis Kelsey, 20.9 oh Kittle actually per game average 15.6. I know you, you're not going to bring that up, Sean, but I, I think the real takeaway here is like you know, last typically we'd say you wait on a tight end, you wait on a tight end. And, and the lesson this year was maybe you don't wait on a tight end, Yeah, but it's one of those things, right? Cause Kelsey and Waller, they were the consensus near the top, uh, but Tony and Thomas, everything else was a crap shoot. So it's interesting how you approach it next year. You either take the top guy or, or you wait, I guess. And we were both, uh, I mean, you had Hunter Henry, number one, I had him number four. I I don't know. I mean, certainly the injury was part of it. Oh, we'll I'm gonna see. be I'm gonna be on the hype train for him next year. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I, maybe in a full season. He, I think he's a free agent. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that'll be interesting to see he, where he lands because I think in that new offense or or you know whatever they do that doesn't involve Anthony Lynn, Justin Herbert could go off and maybe the tight end does end up having a bigger role. But uh, yeah, we'll see where he. Ends. I didn't realize he was a free agent. And I'll double check that. Are we moving on to wide receiver? Moving on to receiver. Let's do it. Let's take a look at the top ten according to uh, Fantasy Pros PPR: Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephen Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson, and Allen or Adam Thielen. Ryan, do we have a caller? We do. Uh, quickly, too. Uh, Hunter Henry is in his fifth year. Oh, okay, so it must be the fifth year option. Uh, you know, we got we got the man, the myth, the legend, who's always in the locker room. Got to make you wonder what he's up to, Mister <laughs> Mister Jong. What's good today, sir? Fellas, how you doing today? Great, Very man. Great day to be alive. <laughs> I, 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 what a great day to be alive. Inject these locker room app shows in my veins, please. <laughs> Weekly, I love it. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> I have a nominee for the locker room stuff. Oh, and oh that nice. Locker room stuff would be me. Oh um, no, <laughs> Sean. Much like uh, Howie Roseman, I did not draft Justin Jefferson. I drafted uh, uh, Jerry Judy instead. Oh and, man, and stuffed me in the locker for that. And so, I, I like that. This is a good time. Self evaluation. The off season. 
passing on Justin Jefferson, huge mistake, not only for Howie Rosen, but unfortunately for Chong. I mean, I, I see the angle of selling yourself on Judy in that Raiders offense speedy. He had a couple of those, just not enough. And, and and Jefferson was just so far and ahead. Uh, Turns better. out uh, he he does not have what do they call it diamond. He doesn't have diamond hands. Jerry <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, Kramer, uh, what do I do about uh, uh, Saquon next year? Oh man, um, two years in a row. Two years ago, I did win when he had a awesome game at the end of the season. Last year, obviously, you know he got hurt. You know, so do I go? Three for three, Saquon next year, depending on where I draft. You know, and uh, th- thanks for the question, John. We're gonna let you go, so let it ride today, bro. Let it ride. Thank you. Um, I, I think here's my take. I think just in general, more macro comment on next year. You have a lot of the the you know the the escalades as we would call them, with a lot of question. Now, specifically with Saquon. I think at some point people go from being someone who's never been hurt before. The biggest this happened to Beckham, so I have very recent uh, experience with this. Guys, whole life never gotten an injury. Then he gets the injury. Then he gets into that he, but New you, York training staff. Well, you never had to play uh, with your mind playing tricks on you before. Mm. It's a different element, and and so we'll see if Saquon can overcome it. Obviously, he looked fine playing through a high ankle. He looked okay at the beginning of last season. I don't think you can say, okay, he's so, so strong and powerful. He's injury prone now. Cause he ripped his ACL by being strong and powerful, but at the same time, <laughs> and I don't, and I think now with medicine, we know that ACLs are repairable, uh, but I don't know. I don't know how I'm looking at the top, like the first round next year, because you You're look crazy to put, uh, well, I guess put it, him what, in a first round. At what point are you draft? Like, at what point do you draft a guy like Barkley, McCaffrey? Well, again, I, I think McCaffrey. Probably, like, this is a good question. Actually, who's more reliable going into next year? A guy who's had an, a full year coming back from an ACL, or McCaffrey, who was kind of on and off? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I would still take McCaffrey over. I think Saquon, the and it's there. not well, and and Saquon really he was successful as I mean, you got there because he would just have these games where he has a couple massive plays, right? Like he would need 18 carries uh, much like Barry Sanders where no, not you're wrong. It, his, his big seasons were catch. It was, it was PPR catch based. All right. But he also had big runs in there. I just don't think you're going to be as explosive coming off that ACL. I mean, that's fair. I, I think we've seen people come back from ACLs and, and get back to it. It's not quite the Achilles, but I don't know if I'm taking him top three. I guess top. Oh, I mean, I'm not taking him top three rounds. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 revisit this conversation in the summer because I think you'll change your tune on it. But uh, I I definitely think if you're not taking him, you think he's going to get hurt again. That that's that. If you what? I think if you, I think he's going to end up being like a, a late first round pick in that same range of like guys who could be a guy kind of range that people talk themselves into. Uh, I think we could have a similar experience to Aaron Jones this year with Saquon in terms of the conversation, maybe he starts lower down the board and creeps his way up as the off season goes on. I think, I think people, uh, I think the general fantasy community, just looking at the overall consensus rankings, they're assuming Saquon's coming back and he's going to be Saquon again. 
Yeah, I think that's that, where the public. And if at. that's the case, like I, I don't know if I'm slotting him in a, a top three pick. The slot, how's the slot? But again, like you, you look up and down the list of, you know, Dalvin Cook finally had his year. Derrick Henry, how many years can he continue to do this? McCaffrey, we just experienced it. Alvin Kamara might not have Drew Brees checking the ball down. Like, there's just questions about all the bell cows. Anyway, anyway. All right, so. Uh, we just went through. I'll go through the receivers real quick again. Adams, Hill, Diggs, Hopkins, Ridley, Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Kramer. How'd uh, I do? Uh, well, I mean, I think you 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 went for the hot take, and you you threw again from the heart. You said, you know what? This guy went to Penn State. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. I'm gonna lean into the Chris Godwin angle. Uh, Chris Scott, I I like the angle in general. Obviously, by the end of the year, that passing offense was lit. Uh, the problem was they spread it around. The shocking thing for me was that Mike Evans finished eleventh. Uh, I don't think had you asked me without looking at this, I would have said Mike Evans finished out just outside the top ten uh, fantasy receivers this year. So uh, obviously, Chris Godwin. Ha- at but your no- but to to that point too, Godwin actually had a higher uh, points per game average than Evans. It doesn't matter. I mean, you you lost people some leagues if they listened to you and drafted Chris Godwin in the first round. <laughs> no, I don't think. I, <laughs> again, I don't think. Um, yeah, no. Obviously, Godwin was called my shot there. Didn't come through. I mean, are you surprised by that one? Was there? A, I, I kind of I, I could have gone some other ways, but I, I feel like it would have been slight. Like I said, the Michael Thomas thing. I thought I was going to be talking to you about Juju, but when I looked at the numbers, Juju actually finished in the top sixteen. It was finished sixteenth. Which another surprising outcome. I wouldn't have guessed that Juju finished eighth sixteenth. No, no, he was he was had a real weird season. For your miss, Ryan. Well, and real quick, the one thing that I, I didn't give you a miss for Julio, because I think I, I think the fact that we got the premise right of someone would pop up, it turned out to be Ridley. Yeah. So uh I gotta knock you down for Kenny Galladay, making him seventh overall. I didn't realize he was gonna be more into <laughs> dancing at the club than playing football. Well, uh, I mean, talk about opting out. Yeah, he he kind of quit on the season. Kinda. <laughs> even even if you look at his average, it wasn't, you know, even even if you give him the points per game average, he's I mean, still five, nowhere close. It, I see why you put the limit at five games because you wanted to use this one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would have loved to see the way it played out. I think he, you know, we're gonna talk about some picks we like for next year. He's not one of them, but boy, if he goes to the right situation, he could be an absolute monster. Yeah, I mean the hip injury is weird, but then it did seem like he just kind of quit on the team as <laughs> well. Like so he loses he loses some points on that. I'm as a well. free agent. We'll figure it out. Um, you know what? Uh, for for hits, uh, you know, I'll say you know, considering a guy who loved DK Metcalf as much as you love DK Metcalf's abs, uh, you kind of nail. I'll say Allen Robinson and DK Metcalf. I'm going to give you a double dip here. Hmm. You nailed that these guys would both be in the the bottom half of the top ten. I think. I think especially Allen Robinson, more of a consensus area, but I think you were higher on both of those guys than most. And uh, they, yeah, they landed had, right there in the back half of the top 10. I had Allen Robinson, seven DK Metcalf, nine, which very reasonable ranking of DK Metcalf considering how high I was on him. And uh, well, you knew it, he was going to come out hot and then he was going to slow down, right? Yeah. DK Metcalf seven. And then Allen Robinson nine for your lock, Ryan, obviously got to give you credit Devonte Adams. Number one and number one by a wide margin. This I, I'm glad we need to talk about this because not only yes I hit it he he was most people's number two so it's not the craziest angle yeah but he only played 14 games and he outscored 
Tyreek Hill, who only played 15 games. That's the crazy thing. Both <laughs> these guys. He he outscored Tyreek Hill by 30 points. Uh, he outs he outscored DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs, who played all 16 games. Uh, by it was Stephon Diggs the same amount as Tyreek Hill, but DeAndre Hopkins he outscored by almost 80 points. So, holy shit, Sean. Yeah. I mean, this is a year of years. I, I don't. And so, back, you know, moving to next year, when you're looking at the, the the wide receiver draft, we always see a couple wide receivers drop into the first round. Michael Thomas will probably be a guy that falls out of the first round for next year because you know, homeboy Drew Brees isn't going to be there. I don't think. Uh, who are you taking over? Is Adams just the obvious guy? Is it is Adams so good that uh, it becomes a situation he's the only guy you take in the first round? Yeah, I don't know. This is this is why it's fun to do it this far out. Uh have to think about I mean really also that that passing game for Aaron Rodgers it, that was just such an outlier of a season. I mean, what did he have? 48 touchdowns or something crazy? I, I think for him to get to those numbers and and for Devontae Adams to get to those numbers, it's it's crazy to I don't know. You just have to have a crazy season once again. But then who's fading Devontae Adams right now? Like baked into this fantasy uh points total is all those like short touchdowns he got towards the goal line while Aaron Rodgers was kind of chasing the MVP. So I don't know if uh yeah, I don't know if that same kind of juice is gonna be there. I, I definitely I can't imagine him not being in my top five, but so number one overall is pretty pretty comparable season 2018 uh, 169 targets that year only 149 this year more catches this year 115 to 111 similar yardage 18 to 13 touchdowns sandwiched in between was a five touchdown year so obviously was injured a little bit more that year but the regression it feels like yeah from a touchdown regression he's got to swing back but you watch the way they play and it's like well how is he not going to get a touchdown every game Exactly. How is he not going to get it? I mean, who's fading this guy right now? It's crazy. Well, Ryan, we're talking about taking uh, positions, and you can uh, take a position. How about a position where you don't want to pay big? Worst part about gambling is you gotta you gotta pay that vig, vigorish. It's how they build those giant casinos. Not over at Better Edge. No vig betting. I mean, really. I have a whole list of other points here about why you should sign up at Better Edge. No but big. Throw all, throw them all out the window. No big betting. Legal in 40 states. I feel like a broken record, but w- that's the main reason to sign up here. Hey, hey guys, you know you know somewhere I could get down on some action this weekend. Yeah. Again, you, you talk about what percentage you have to be to actually become profitable at the end of the season. You know why it's not 51%? Because you're paying a big, yeah. it has to be at least fifty three percent, and make it easier on yourself. Picking games are hard. Let's be I, honest. I just retweeted something. Uh, Billy Walters, one of the greatest sports handicappers yes. of all time, fifty seven percent. Do you know how much more he would have made without the big? <laughs> You'd be cashing. You're an in. idiot, Billy. Well, don't be an idiot. Head over to betteredge.com. Use the promo code SGP. B e t t o r edge.com. Promo code SGP, and you get a free ten dollar bet. Yeah. No vig on the te- free ten dollar bet. Bunch of fun contests over there, and uh, good guys too. Betteredge.com. Promo code SGP. It's important to be a good guy. I mean, you know, it's pandemic. Want to support ah, some I mean, small businesses, Ryan? Perfect good gu- time. Good guys supporting good guys. <laughs> what what positions next, Sean? Quarterback. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Uh, let's get this one going right now. I mean, you had Daniel Jones ranked yep, as that was the, bad. <laughs> as that was the bad. ninth overall fantasy football quarterback. I even, 
I, I believe if you go back and listen to the episode, I said something along the lines of I'm probably going to look stupid for not dropping Aaron Rodgers in this spot, but <clears throat> a, a little bit of a homer. Yeah. He, you know, when the legs were working, mm. it, it becomes interesting, but yeah. then the injury, you know, we'll see, we'll see how things go. So you're still, you're still, let's talk quarterback onward, onward and upward. Do you want the giants to draft a quarterback this year? Uh, it's interesting. I, I don't think I don't, I have been reading some mock drafts, which made me think we should maybe, maybe next Monday is a mock draft episode, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the situation I'm now seeing like the, 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 a lot of people with the Eagles trading up to get Justin Fields buzz. I mean, I get it from the perspective of having fields and, and hurts, I guess, two more two like uh, quarterbacks. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't quite understand why you would do that, but Howie Roseman is kind of an enigma QB factory, baby. I'm deflecting here, but yeah, I, I don't think I think there's a, you know, I'll, I'll put it at a 10 to 15% chance. The giants draft a quarterback. I, I don't In think the it, first round, I don't think it's a, not it's a non starter. I, I do think there's a possibility, but where, but where you guys are at, are we talking Trey Lance territory? Would you, would you consider trading up? You know, I almost think there's a scenario where they pluck someone in like this, someone who like a Mac Jones who falls to the second round or something like that. Mm. Um, I mean, where the Eagles at are at six, I keep going back and forth. And again, we cover, we hit on a bunch of this stuff on the diehard Eagles podcast. Uh, but I, I like fields. If he drops you at six, I think you almost have to take him. I don't see him getting past the Falcons at four. So I think the Eagles, if they want fields would have to trade up to three I think that's the buzz to Miami, right? That's the buzz because yeah. it does seem like Trevor Lawrence number one, Zach Wilson number two. Those almost seem locked in at this point. Now Fields, I think, is the wild card there. What did the Eagles have to give give up to get uh, Miami to swap picks with them? I don't know what that haul would look like. And maybe Miami says, "Fuck it." I mean, they've been playing it close to the vest, but are they really sold on Tua? I mean, we watch those games. Does that guy look like an NFL quarterback? I think it would be silly to overreact, but yeah, to your point, I think there's a, there's, there's not a 0% chance that the dolphins don't draft a quarterback. You don't want to overreact, but when are you also going to be drafting number three overall? No, I think there's that, right? There's that opportunity cost of you're there now. And and with, you know, even if you had two on another guy, they're on rookie deals, it's manageable. Uh, It's not the ideal situation because you're going to deal with controversy, but it seems like Tua is willing to, you know, Share a room. I, I don't know. I, I it's a messy situation. I I kind of like everyone's so fucking high on these quarterbacks. I, I Trevor Lawrence. I think you got to be high on. Uh, but the other guys, like if you're telling me in five years, like Zach Wilson is the Josh Rosen of this <laughs> class, like I I, I don't I just watch against- the highlight of Josh Rosen coming back and beating Texas A and M. The legend of Josh Rosen, as Gus Johnson proclaimed. And where are we now? Now he's just a. a an ephemeral like graphic fodder, like filling the, 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 <laughs> the case to build against Zach Wilson is really easy, right? Cause it's the guy doesn't have uh, the frame of like a big quarterback and he doesn't have, um, you know, he doesn't have the experience. He, he also wasn't a captain at BYU. His, his is last year. What does that say? I again, I'm not a guy. I that- watched draft day. <laughs> no one went to his birthday party. Let's go, Sean. What did I, what did I what did you just you made fun of me? So now I get to make fun of you. Oh, you know what? Sorry, I forgot. We didn't go through the top ten. I oh. I st- I jumped the gun and and made fun of you for picking uh, Daniel Jones. I like how you were you were somewhat realistic with your top ten quarterback, and you graded him nine. Didn't want to go all the way and give him uh, get him ten, but nine is a very real. You know, Sean, in the content creation business, sometimes you have to. 
So the top 10 fantasy football quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill got yep. in there. And uh, he, I, he really had some nice games late running the ball. And then Tom Brady, uh, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. I think, um, I mean, yeah, feel free to chime in with my miss, but I think I'm looking at it. I think both of us were at least well, we ha- you had Lamar second, I had him third, but even the fact that we had him not number one, I, I think was somewhat of a hit. Yeah, I think the real the real story in this in this category. I mean, I'll make fun. And of I you. wanted to make fun of Dak Prescott as well. You had him fourth, but I'll give you he he probably would have been fourth. No, that's what I'm saying. That I couldn't. <laughs> I, I in good conscience of keeping the integrity of the podcast, I couldn't uh, grade you negatively for that because he was. Playing well at fantasy wise. Well, and so yeah, obviously it's very easy to pick on your Carson Wentz number five um, when he actually came in twenty second. Uh, but I'm actually going to go a different angle because that's explainable. You're a homer, and you 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 didn't put him number one because you wanted to look like you were being true and <laughs> and, and objective. But I'm going to go Drew Lock. I think this is probably before we realized he was a giant millennial pussy. I'm not yes. even going to address the Gardner Minshew because his swag gets him <laughs> in a top ten list. They did beat the Colts week one. Drew Locke is the absolute epitome of a millennial piece mm. of shit pussy. Yeah, and, I, and you put him number eight. I understand you were high on the Broncos. I was a little well, high was, on the Broncos. You know, too, it, again, sometimes again, it's very easy to just take like the the kind of standard predictions, rebake them and feed them out to the audience. I'm looking for some diamonds in the rough and drew Locke felt like he was that diamond in the rough. And yeah, it, I, I'm taking the L here and really, and I'll bring him on. Cause this is right on brand, uh, Mr. Magic man, because we were both, I, I think the, the, the Mia culpa is that you and I both missed on Aaron Rodgers. I ended up with yes. a lot of shares of Aaron Rodgers. But to to have you had him off your top ten, <laughs> yeah. I ha- I had him uh, officially in thirteenth. Just seemed silly. Magic man, shove us in the locker. <laughs> What's going on, brothers? I told my boss I had to go take a piss so I could call in. <laughs> nice. Wait, now if you work in the sanitation department, do they have a bathroom or do you just go right into the? <laughs> I tank? mean, if we really want to get ghetto, I could go right in the tank. But be skip the middle the man right there is a little bit off. <laughs> Don't want to make anybody jealous while going. Oh man, yeah, talking uh, about that huge hog. I like it, Magic Man. <laughs> Uh, so Sean, are you, uh, you sure you don't want some Jordan love uh, trade talks for the Oh, 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 that's it. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'll put it this way. I am kind of open to if they don't draft a, uh, a quarterback number six, I am open to exploring some other options. Like it, if Sam Darnold, if you can get Sam Darnold at a decent price, he's a guy that maybe could be fixed. <laughs> Oh, I, with you, a simple system, maybe. No, I mean, if you gave, if you, tr- I mean, again, I think someone's going to fall in love with Sam Darnold and overpay for him. I need so to write this one, down. Hold that on. That one's not really. February 22nd, 2021. <laughs> Sean is starting the spin train on why Sam Darnold could be a decent We get a year of SGP going back and forth through Daniel Jones and <laughs> Sam Darnold. I oh, fucking God. love. Oh. I'm going to have to kill myself. Uh, two, two different classes of quarterback there. <laughs> <laughs> Magic man, any thought? Any uh, fantasy football thoughts? Big hits, big misses. I mean, when you look at it, boys, I mean, you guys nailed it. Aaron Rodgers kind of upperformed MVP. You got Tanyan, you got to go for him for <laughs> as far as the tight end. Adams, how do you ever go against them? Now, the real question will be the running back next year. As far as them, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold Jones or Williams. So, 
maybe AJ Dillon. I'm hearing they're starting to look at other people in the draft. So AJ, AJ Dillon could be, uh, he could be a sneaky guy. If they get away from some of those goal line passes, they don't have, they lose Aaron Jones in free agency and Dylan by default, just gets a bunch of goal line. Looks, he could be kind of frisky. Well, I think you're now seeing why they took Dylan. I think there's no way that this franchise does not seem like the type of franchise that's going to roll out the big bucks for a running back. No, uh, Aaron, jo- no. Aaron Jones lead. <laughs> and so maybe we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later on, Sean, but magic man got anything for us today. Little DJ action. Hey boys, I'm, I'm I've been following the dance base lately. I've been oh. uh, living and dying by him as like far it. as uh, all his college games, and I mean that New Mexico State play, Kraber. Whew, that that kind of came back and bit me in the ass, but <laughs> that's all right. Hey, you should have listened to us. It, Colby and I were on Tarleton State, man. That's the way to go. I, I agree, but Kramer came in so hot. I mean, how do you? <laughs> he go did. He that? really. We have to pull the I audio. I stand by my math. Eighty scholarships is way bigger than thirty-five. Uh, it turns That's, out I was. I had to go full DJ. I'm like, dude, the guy's got the math going on. I've got to play that. <laughs> I went. I went half my lock. My uh, my Wofford Terriers got it done. You're welcome. Covered the spread. They, they, so. they did. That's what you guys have been killing it, man. So I appreciate it, boys. Like I. I always tout for Colby. I was like, dude, I paid my car payment off your Maryland pick alone. So Ooh. I mean, how do you not go with that GP? He's giving, yeah. he's giving out car payments and I'm going to, I'm going to drop the college uh, basketball picks page in the YouTube chat. So make sure you uh, bookmark that one. All right. Well, thanks magic man. Best of luck thanks, with the boys. picks. Cheers. bro. Cheers. Let it day. ride. All right. So we're talking, uh, we're getting into it here in the quarterback spots. Uh, Kramer, grade me. Give me my hit or my miss. You you were saying it was too easy to grade Carson Wentz as a miss. Oh no, and I was saying Drew Lock. Oh, Drew Lock. But your but your hit, and I I don't know if I'm talking at a turn now. No, go for it. Um, you know it's obvious. Josh Allen, baby. Uh, feel like I haven't brought it up on the podcast. Well, and I and I, I you know it's easy for me to point out that you did well picking Josh Allen, but I wanted to take it a little deeper. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes both missed some games this year. Um. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes was a game. Josh Allen didn't. He outscored Patrick Mahomes literally by the one game average they both shared, which was 25 and change. Matt Mahomes just barely squeaked him out. But here's the interesting thing: week six through eight, when Josh Allen was hurt, we talked about this. They kind of had a lull. He was 15th during that stretch with only 15 points per game, yeah. and he still managed to average 25 points per game, being the number one quarterback. Obviously, the legs mattered. Uh, the the just the way this team played all year helped, right? They, they played like a team that didn't give a fuck. I think it's hard to carry that year to year. And I think for all practical purposes, I think you just have to stay away from Josh Allen next year. Cause he's going to be going off the board way too high. Yeah. I mean, uh, but it was a great pick. I mean, I don't, I don't think too many people were, were throwing Josh Allen up there on the top. Of no, list. I don't even think was he in most people's top tens. I know you had him in the top ten, but I no one had him in top five. Like that was a I think crazy. He was a, I think pick. he was a consent. So I think the the rushing the Mahomes. So if you look at my rankings, actually, I think they were pretty close to consensus. But you had those seven quarterbacks that could use their legs and their arm. Mahomes, not really, but Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, Prescott, Allen, Watson, and Murray. I think those were most people's top seven. But I don't think people, many people, had Josh Allen up above uh, maybe Kyler. But I don't know if they had him above any of the other guys. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm the man. Nail Josh <laughs> Allen. That felt great. I feel like you should have cashed more money for that. I, I I don't know if there's a bet. Maybe we we need to do a better job of correlating our pro, our season props with our uh, fantasy predictions. 
Yeah, I mean, I I did do well with him in best ball, uh, and I just made it made like a decent run in some of the best balls with Josh Allen, and all my Josh Allen teams did really well, uh, relative. But yeah, wish there was a bigger payday for just nailing. I, I there should have been some sort of like prop at most fantasy football points at the quarterback position. You know, to catch some big. sports book needs to do that. I'm sure they, but like head to head fantasy point prop preseason season props. You know, yeah, that's a fun way to do it. Um. For your cash, Ryan, I would say hmm, I'll give you. Uh, well, I, Deshaun Watson, you had him sixth. He came in. He came in fifth. I, I don't really have anything that stands out as a as a good pick, other than I uh, I did have Mahomes number one, and he was the number one per game quarterback. No, a, and yeah, and you had you had Mahomes over Lamar Jackson. Went out on a limb. Went on a limb. Yeah, again, you were pretty chalky with the exception of Daniel Jones and Matt Stafford getting in there. And so, yeah. I mean, Deshaun Watson, you, you were off by one position. I'll give you that as a uh, as a solid lock there. <laughs> kind of a mess. Can can hang kind your hat on that one? Let's move on. Move over to the running back position. Also a mess. <laughs> well, again, a little chalky, but I'll give you uh Alvin Kamara. You had him number three, Ryan. And I fi- think he finished right there. I'm sorry. Let me switch to PPR. I think he finished number one, right? Yes, PPR. He finished number one. So you were right there with Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I mean, again, the the running back, the top part of the running back, kind of got blown up uh, because of uh, McCaffrey being hurt and Saquon being hurt. Although I had Saquon fourth, so the irony. I was closer on Saquon. As if you look at the consensus. Uh, the guys who everyone was scared to take that middle tier of cook and Henry. Yeah. Those were the guys this year. So it's super interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a mess. I I don't know how you really can grade much of anything. I, I, I kind of, I don't remember if I docked you. I I think I gave you a pass on Sanders again, cause you're a Homer, Uh, even though him at number two, that, that was not a good look. He, (laughs) uh, he finished number 23 on the season. But what I actually docked you for was James white. Mm. James White in the top ten. That's Got how you. That's cute. how you lose people leagues. Forty uh, second overall, never really popped up. We should have new. new uh, I don't know if you saw the video of Cam Newton getting heckled at his own football camp. No, I I saw it. I didn't click on it. What the guy say? I didn't. I didn't I listen to it. It just. It seemed like Cam Newton was really affected. I think the kid basically said, "You a free agent." <laughs> so. Cam Newton getting trolled by a high school kid. New rule: we are fading offensive players on a Cam Newton. Well, and offense. and and I thought by drafting James White, I was fading Cam Newton because I knew. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We well, like, didn't even I, fade him right. Well, no, I and I I didn't. Yeah, obviously I was wrong there because I thought Cam Newton would have to throw the ball to the running back a lot. That they would get the running backs involved in the passing game, and they certainly should have more because I knew he wasn't able to throw the ball downfield. Like just watching him leading up to it, like uh, people thought I was crazy for dubbing him Sham Newton. I've been out <laughs> on this guy for so long; it's getting exhausting. It is tiring. the The world needs to hear more about your Sham Newton takes. So. Oh, and now everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Cam, he's injured. He's not the guy." Look, yeah, no shit. I said that like five years ago. Got zero credit. Congratulations, Kramer. Your miss. And well, it's, and I, I have a fun, uh, a fun, fun nugget before you actually throw it out. Throw sure. it out. Come your back. miss. That is a disgusting act. You had <laughs> Zeke Elliott, Ryan. Of all the people, you had him number four. I mean, what were you thinking, Ryan? Good transition because the actual number. I, I, I don't know. I, just that 
it, that offense combined with that defense seemed like a, a formula for points. Turned out that Zeke Elliott is just a piece of shit who doesn't want to play football. Yes, anymore. feels a little bit like football's Kyrie Irving. I mean, Tony Pollard is uh, like Cowboys fans wanted Tony Pollard to play over Zeke. Running Elliott. backs in effort position, and we can we can look at all the stats we want. And yeah, they had issues with their offensive line, but come on, Zeke. It's an effort position. But yeah, speaking of the number four overall running back, I, did you go through the list? Oh no, sorry. I'll give so, it out real quick. Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, David Montgomery. That, that oh all on the God. on the heels of just a tear down the stretch. Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, another guy who went off down the stretch. Who Jonathan Taylor, by the way, I think he was a top four in uh, standard scoring. James Robinson in seventh. Josh Jacobs eighth. Zeke Elliott still ninth. Sean. So I feel like you're being a little aggressive, talking shit to me. Uh, and then Kareem Hunt tenth, who by the way, Kareem Hunt outscoring Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb well, barely, even though he played four more games. Well, and uh, yeah, we. Uh, I don't know why I didn't have Kareem Hunt in my top ten when we did this list because I was high so on, him on him and and mentioned him a million times at best ball. He he just kind of fell through the cracks in my process. There. I also was shocked that you uh, you didn't have Antonio Gibson. I feel like you were talking about him a lot. Oh yeah, he was a uh, again. He was a guy I just threw out in best. I ball. think we need to go top twenty in the future. I think we need to go a little deeper so we can get more credit for these deep pulls. Or maybe we need to just track the sleepers we call out because I definitely think you called out oh, the no. Antonio Gibson. Uh, yeah, and and. The best balls that I had a couple of best ball teams that did well, and they were ones that had Antonio Gibson, uh, because you know Ron Rivera even said we see a Christian McCaffrey type role for them, so and, role and, for him. And here's a big takeaway for me: uh, Washington was able to support two running backs in the top twenty, mostly through the passing game with Antonio Gibson at thirteen, J.D. McKissick at seventeen. Yeah, I mean he had a couple. Of, McKissick had a couple of those like ten target games. With Alex Smith, it was insane. It, it just feels like when we're looking at the Washington football team next year, the ceiling on some of their fantasy players has got to go up because their offense was historically bad this year. And granted, mm -hmm. that's how some of these this scoring happened, but there are points to be between the PPR points from the running backs and the tight end. There is a lot of a lot of uh, food to be uh, distributed. Well, and it'll be interested to see. Heineke. I mean, if he's going to be an actual running quarterback, that could be kind of frisky for them. Lot a lot up for grabs in that Washington uh, offense. And then yeah, I, I don't know if I gave you credit for the one you hit, but uh Aaron Jones. You had uh you had him I think in fifth, or you had him sixth, and he ended up fifth. Uh kind of right on. And, and I think even with that take, we it felt like we were higher than most. Yeah. On Aaron Jones because it, it felt like everyone was just down on the Packers this year. No, and and we certainly picked our spots to be down or high on them. But uh, yeah, no, Aaron Jones. Everyone's like, oh, it's regression, regression, regression. But I still thought he would have a pretty, you know, decent year. I, I feel like a lot of people didn't have him in his top ten just because they got cute. Uh, David Montgomery. He's an interesting guy here at number four. I mean, he's certainly. I, I don't see the fantasy public trusting him. Well, Cohen to comes draft back. him that high. Tariq Cohen coming back. <clears throat> coming back is a big deal. I, I think this Bears team has just looked like a team that's wanted to use multiple running backs. The difference, though, I think, is maybe they now that they have a guy. I just don't think you can expect that twenty-plus point per game pace he was he was giving you down the stretch. Yeah. Honestly, though, if I'm if I am a, a fan of the Bears or just someone tracking fantasy football, if Trubisky somehow maintains, like, what are the chances Trubisky's the starter there next year? It's weird because it would involve them. Hit them signing him to a contract and extending him because they declined his fifth year option. 
So I don't see there's any way he's back. In a weird way, I think like he almost helped David Montgomery's value. Oh, I think definitely because when he started running a bunch after he came in after Foles took over, their offense was kind of a different offense, and they played it. They had some good matchups against defenses where they could kind of exploit that. But him as the running quarterback, doing some read option stuff with uh, Montgomery, definitely opened things up. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who knows who their quarterback is? But you look at this list, right? And this is generally how we start to formulate next year's top three or top five. <clears throat> Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, Aaron Jones, probably on a new team. Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, Josh Jacobs. To me, for for the strangest, I, I'm trusting six, seven, eight. I'm trusting James, Jonathan Taylor. I'm trusting James Robinson. I'm trusting Josh Jacobs more than than, than David Montgomery. I think. Mm. Yeah, it does feel like people won't be high on David Montgomery. <clears throat> Volume just seems there. Okay, Kramer. Yeah, we're talking about 2021. Let's get a look. Ahead, throw out some early league winners for 2021, guys. We have our eye on. Before we do that, want to shout out Better Than Vegas. That's right, you want free video picks? Go to Better Than Dot Vegas. That's right. Experience handicappers, people know their stuff. Giving out free video picks, including the SGPN crew, Pick Dundee, our boy Moon Off. We got the whole crew over there given out picks over on better than Vegas. And again, go to sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. Hit that link. It'll take you right to the better than Vegas profile page or our better than Vegas profile page. Smash that subscribe button as the kids say. So you never yes, miss please. a free video pick better than dot Vegas league winners Kramer. And this is very early. There, there still is a draft free agency, a lot up for grabs, but just people you have on your board looking forward. I'll, I'll get the Homer one out of the way. Don't say miles Sanders, miles Sanders. Oh. What <clears throat> miles Sanders, two years in a row. You're coming back to this. Well, no, not two years. And you gave him out as number two last year. Yeah. League winner. No. And I'm, and I'm saying uh, this year, I think he has a, a nice formula for a bounce back year. They're gonna get a lot of. I mean, where's he getting picked? That's the that's the thing. Second I'm, round. I'm banking on the fact that he's gonna be late second, third round, maybe yep. even farther down. I think people that's he's gonna John. slip through the cracks. We got to start doing best ball, so we uh, we know where this shit's gonna. Uh, my my anticipation is that he's probably sitting in a second round grade right now, or second round ADP right now. Um, Simple systems, probably good for the running back. So well, go. and they and they get a huge part of their offensive line healthy in the same way that Mitch Trubisky being a running quarterback helped open things up for David Montgomery. I think we could see something similar so, for Miles Sanders. And a big a part of the reason why there was a disconnect with Doug Peterson was he wasn't getting the ball enough to Miles Sanders. So I'm going to give you uh, let's play a game then because Miles Sanders finished around these guys and it's 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 kind of a fun exercise. Uh, Clyde Edwards Elair. J.K. Dobbins, Austin Eckler, Miles Gaskin—they all finish in the same range as Miles Sanders. Any of those guys? Because one of my guys, and, and this is maybe in the same vein of your Miles Sanders. Like it seems, and, and it—I it, I won't use this as one of my picks because it seems too obvious. But it does feel like J.K. Dobbins is ready to take a big step. We saw it down the stretch. Uh, it, there is a chance that he's going to be drafted lower than your Jonathan Taylors of the world guys who did a little bit more this year. So I think 
you know, sometimes you can win a league with a good second, third round running back pick. I think JK Dobbins, miles Sanders, they fit that same mold of a guy who really could end up being a, the absolute bell cow. Well, and, and I guess the thing that would scare me off Dobbins a little bit is what's his role going to be in the passing game. Ingram just got pushed to the side. I think they still like Gus Edwards, but Dobbins looked like he, it's, it seems like they're heading in but, a trajectory. But I'm just, I guess I'm just saying the Ravens in general, do they get a ton of throws to the running back? No, it's, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like I mean, if anyone's had, gonna get it, he had he's 18 gonna, catches rookie but year. My answer to the question would be Eckler. Like I, I think out of yeah. all those guys, I trust Eckler the most just because of what that offense looks like that offense in a bad situation looked great. So uh, anyway, my first guy, this guy's going to win a league next year. Cause wow. who knows how low he's going to get drafted. We love the, the Colorado buffs who have a mascot. That is a bison. I loved watching the North Dakota state bison bison. They, they really emphasize the zun uh, Laviscus Chenault. Ooh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't imagine this dude's getting drafted uh, in the top seven or eight rounds. Maybe uh, look, urban Meyer is a guy who no. He knows how to a fall in love with Tim Tebow, and he also knows how to get his athletic playmakers the fucking ball. Yeah, you're gonna have a rookie quarterback. I just don't see anyone on uh, James Robinson's fun. I think he's a high floor guy. Uh, they have some receivers who are more traditional receivers. Chenault is gonna get involved in well, this. Well, Ryan, offense. this is this is perfect time because one of my league winners is James Robinson. Oh, right now both went to the Jacks. Right now, Fantasy Pros has him ranked running back twenty. I mean, the really? guy, okay. yeah, the guy ran hard, and a guy who works hard works his tail off. Isn't that the kind of guy Urban Meyer is gonna go out of his way to reward? Like James Robinson just seems the type of guy. A hard-ass college coach is like, this is how you play football. He's all—he's a guy who's like all about culture and doing things the right way. Isn't that—isn't that James Robinson, like the hungriest dude out there? He had 49 catches in his rookie year, 1,400 total yards. And how do you help a rookie quarterback? You—you you get the screen game going. You get him involved in the passing. My game. concern is that Urban Meyer is going to want a, another. I, I think Urban Meyer is going to. I know he's had solo guys in college before, but my, my take on that would be, he would have multiple guys and maybe, and maybe that's where this gets derailed. We'll see what their backfield starts looking like, but I just, the effort that we saw out of James Robinson, just eye test. And the fact that he worked his ass off to get onto that team and to be a star. Uh, okay, I, I so think he's going to, I think urban Meyer is going to be all over it. I'm seeing Laviscus Chenault ranked same, same uh, rankings, the fantasy, but 49 for wide receivers. So, uh, you know, he's definitely a guy that you're going to be, it looks like he's going uh, late six. So you said Chanel's 49, 49. Yeah. So that I, again, I, I think you want to look at guys who could end up with a lot of volume. We saw his target share growing. Uh, that's the kind of stuff I like to look at end of the season. Are, are they getting him more involved? Are, I know it's a new coach and everything, but I, I it just seems odd that urban Meyer wouldn't like to me, Chenault could be another running back. Like Chenault could be in the backfield. Chenault could be yeah. doing things like that. Anyway, your next guy. Oh, I gave out two. What's your oh, okay. second? I mean, I think you stick in the in the receiver game, and I think you, this is a guy that we've talked about. We were very high on him last year. It kind of derailed our uh, our season a little bit, but I don't know how low Cortland Sutton will go. Mm. And for a guy who could be a bona fide top tier, like top tier receiver. If things fall right, again, 
horrible situation. He got hurt. Judy's now there. They've kind of established some other playmakers. Noah Fant. Sutton joins back if they can figure out the fucking well, and, quarterback and what situation. If, and what if Deshaun Watson ends up getting traded to Denver? Wouldn't you be wouldn't you be happy that you did some early best balls, maybe over uh, at FFPC using promo code SGP and and uh you know locked up some Sutton shares? I just think when you see where he's going in drafts, again, he's it looks like he's going kind of third, fourth round. And again, I, I think the upside is there. I think we saw a guy, we saw a guy emerging as a bona fide stud and we saw Jerry Judy, maybe not the stud. So I, I like, I like his upside this year. I think wide receiver is kind of one of those. Uh, so I'll, I'll switch the running back for my last one, but yeah, I'm going to go Cortland Sutton here. It feels like he might be a forgotten man with that offense. This one's an interesting one. Deontay Johnson. Uh, he's right now wide receiver 23. To me, that feels way too low. I, yeah. the, he had 144 targets, 88 catches on those 144 targets. There's certainly a world where he gets more efficient, converts on some more of those targets. And, you know, assuming Big Ben is back, uh, he seems to love Deontay Johnson. Even Big, Big Ben's not back. I think there's going to even the be more, part, right? Well, no, but cause I think they're going to lose Juju and I think Deontay Johnson's going to even get a bigger target share. Like I, I think there's a world where Deontay Johnson leads the league in targets next year. I mean, it's certainly if the offense stays the same, I, I think the problem is, is that I think you just like, will a young guy, will someone not name big Ben play with the, the same zero fucks to be, I, I think he's, I, but I think Deontay is so explosive. Like they go out of their way to get him the ball. And even in those games, where he got benched for drops, he still came back later in the game and got a bunch I, more targets. Like I, I just, yeah. as long as Tomlin is there, I think Deontay Johnson is going to be getting some targets. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm and, and 23 feels just way too low. Like I, 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 I have a feeling when we come to actually grade the receivers, he's going to creep into my top 10. Mm, okay. Next up, I'm going to give you a running back, Sean, and, and you can, uh, you can kind of dive dive deep into some of these lists and you can, you know, you can take a stab here. You can take a stab there. I could tell you like, Hey, keep an eye on Darrington Evans because Derek Henry's finally going to hurt. But I think the, I think the league winner, you got it. You definitely have to grab. We talked about him earlier. AJ Dillon's going to be a starting mm. running back. I think I, I don't, uh, from what I understand, both guys, I think are free agents, Williams and Jones. So AJ Dillon, again, in that third to fourth round uh, range, it looks like right now, uh, AJ, I'll make. Here's the hot take. AJ Dillon could is going to be drafted in first round. What? I think AJ by by the time like most people are drafting Labor Day weekend, I think there's a chance that he sneaks into some first rounds because wow, he is going to be the starting guy. That's insane. I mean, I guess it makes sense because if he's going to get all that volume, those goal line looks. The other guy in the same range Green ranking Bay wise, still be pretty decent. I know I'm cheating, but Raheem Mostert. Like at some point, you just got to take whoever Shanahan rolls out there. And I think you're going to have another scenario this year where you, if you get the San Francisco running back correct, you could be especially best. In fact, I'll say this: in best ball, early early season when things aren't uh, kind of efficient yet, just draft all the San Francisco running backs. Yeah, one of those guys. I mean, you're going to have to spend the most equity on Mostert with probably a fourth round pick, but after that, you can just load up and just get the the running attack. So nice. Do you have anyone else? Nope. 
Those are my three league winners. While, Anyone else you got, Ryan? While we've been talking, the uh, the chat is just scheming up a way to have more DGen fantasy football going on. So hashtag Degens only. I'm sure we'll be getting some more fantasy football going. Love these uh, weekly NFL pods. Our weekly NFL offseason pod going to be uh, burning through the offseason. Of course, we'll be talking college basketball, college football, FCS. We're going to be doing it all. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Make sure we're taping this on Monday, AKA merch Monday, every Monday, pick oh, yeah. a random review to hook up with some SGP merch, leave your review. So you don't miss out on your chance to win for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. And he is Ryan. You didn't ask me, but we got to recycle the name. Adam Troutman sleeper tight end next year, <laughs> new Orleans saints. When Jameis Winston comes into the fold, Jamison Winston Kramer, let it ride.